Welcome to the GT Podcast, where we talk about all the things grit and tenacity. The power of showing up confidently and authentically in your life, sprinkling in sales training built for female entrepreneurs. Hey, girlfriends, I'm Gwen. As someone with over 20 years experience in corporate startups and multi-level businesses selling, I am passionate about redefining selling norms. I want to teach you how to grow your business by leaning into your grit and tenacity. I want to show you that by leaning through your authenticity, you can confidently sell. I want to show you how by having repeatable sales processes makes selling fun and actually adds value to people's lives. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for joining. Okay, so today's episode is where I'm going to just summarize everything that we've been talking about um, this last month as we wrap up February, the month of Cupid, the month of love, and we're talking about how do you fall in love with your business. It's so easy to fall out of love when things get hard and tough. Um, and so I just want to kind of put a really big bow on this falling back in love with your business. So first and foremost, uh, I'm going to give you some, this is going to be a, kind of a, a quick tips thing. And we're going to talk very actionable things, two steps that you can take um, to, um, you know, fall back in love from a mindset perspective. And then I'm going to give you actually four steps that you can take that are very tangible that will give you those ahas to help you fall back in love with your business. And then I'm going to give you the five places that you need to be sharing um, your wins of your clients so that um, you fall back in love with your clients, your, your clients fall back in love with you. And this is like whole full circle phenomenon that's happening here. So let's dig in. First and foremost, we have to recognize that nothing good comes from working from a state of anxiousness or panic. And how do I know this? Because trust and believe, girlfriend, I have been there. Um, and I would be lying to you if I told you that I don't still go there at times. I think it's just natural. And uh, this is all about being authentic and open, honest communication space here. Like, yeah, it, it cycles that we go through. But the entrepreneurs that are the most successful have tools in place that help them identify when they're having these spirals and then help them shift their mindset very quickly so that those spirals don't last more than seconds, minutes maybe, um, instead of weeks, months, and years and lifetimes, right? So um, I don't know if you've ever heard about heard me talk about Brad uh, Bizak, but he's amazing. I actually got connected uh, with him through my business mentor uh, and actually, ladies, he is doing a free um, Facebook training. I'll see if I can't link his uh, Facebook group to the notes, but it's a free uh, five-day mindset change course. And I did it in October. And oh my God, the, just what I took away from that in October has changed my life forever. So of course, I bought the course. Um, he has options and stuff. And I try to um, really build time into my a business to do mindset training. I feel like that is a critical piece of doing business. And so whenever I am feeling the ick or I'm spiraling, I really don't know like what that one next step is. Oftentimes I'll go and I'll do one of his modules. Uh, and every time I do it, I'm always, I always walk away with like, okay, you know, I got this. I'm inspired. And again, just a reminder of the tools and resources. So one thing, um, that and again, here's the thing: I don't have any affiliation with him other than just subscribing to his rewired course and tapping into the modules like that I that I mentioned. But um, one of the things that he teaches is formulas, basically that 
get you into a certain mindset or state. And I'll let him train you on the whole thing. I'm not qualified to do any of that. But every time that I start to feel anxious, I, I realize that I'm operating and focusing on one of the formulas that is designed to create anxiousness. And that is, um, I'm focusing on what I don't have, what I can't control in the future. So I recognize that now because he's taught me how to do that. And then I pause. And so when I realize that I'm doing this and I need to recenter and refocus, um, I focus on being appreciative for where I am, the things that I can control, and the present. And this honestly gives me instant peace. Um, And then from there, I can think of what I control, what I can control, and the future. And that really is what gives me my power back right? When we start thinking about all the things that we can't control, it's just a spiral effect and it's not healthy and good for anybody. It reminds me of the serenity prayer that I have um, in my bathroom, actually, as I take a shower every morning because showers are my Zen time. It's where I get my ideas. And so when I start spiraling, I just, I look at that serenity prayer. My grandfather used to say it all the time. When you're young, you're like, yeah, yeah. And then you're older and you're like, man, like that, that man was so incredibly wise. So Um, this, you know, it's a pretty powerful, uh, exercise and course. So I, you know, definitely go check it out. Uh, And I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm a work in progress, like I said, but this is really powerful now that I can identify that. So step, so that's step one, right? Is, is making sure that you identify when you are in a spiral and what triggers that. And then having ways that you can, um, pull yourself out. So, so that's step one. Identify where you are and feel why you're feeling anxious and immediately get yourself into that mindset where you can think clearly again. Um, things that help me going for a walk, um, meditating, breathing exercises, prayer, journaling. Uh, I don't know if I've ever shared this experience, but I was having a moment in my business where I felt like I was at a crossroads and I was literally spiraling. And so I stopped and I went and I got my Jesus daily prayer book and that message was just like, okay, it was a smack in the face to me. It was like, Gwen, don't focus on the future one step at a time. And then literally I looked at my phone and I had a new client come on board. And so I, I just, whatever you have to do to get yourself in a better mindset, you need to first and foremost do that because nothing good comes out of anxious decisions. Nothing good comes out of anxious conversations with clients. Um, and again, we talk about confidence and showing up that way and body language. And so when you're anxious or when you're not in the right mindset, I would avoid client conversations. I would avoid anything that is going to um, be be client-facing so that they don't pick up on that. Step number two is open a Google Doc, guys, and put your name, the year, and then I want you to title this accomplishment. And then this tab stays open all the time um, on your computer. It's so hard for us to remember the good when we are in the midst of the bad. I don't know if you've ever had to write a resume, but I'm always like, what do I do again? Oh my God, I do a million things. And then when you're trying to think of literally everything that, you know, you do to promote yourself, it's so hard because we don't like to promote ourselves, right? Like it's just a very unnatural, uncommon thing. And so what I do is I have this accomplishment document open. I make a new one for every year. And then I write down January, February, March, right? And then every time that I do something different or I do something new in my business, I write it down. I don't care what it is. Like I, for instance, um, I mean anything I write down. So for instance, I wrote down that I learned a new tool, Kajabi. 
Um, and so, or like when I was podcasting and learning how to podcast, oh my God, like I learned how to um, use a Yeti mic. I learned how to edit something in Audacity, right? Like I, there's so much growth and learning that like we don't stop to document that like builds our credibility and our uh, really just how we're able to best support and serve our clients. And, but more importantly, how you're able to best serve yourself. Because I think that we don't give ourselves enough credit for the things that we, um, that we're doing to grow as individuals. So those are two things that you can do for mindset training. Now, whenever I'm in a spiral and I recognize that sometimes I'll pull up my accomplishment document and I'll go, Gwen, you are the badass that you think that you are. Yes, I think I'm a badass. And I will say that all over the place because um, nobody else is going to tell anybody that I'm a badass. So I didn't tell myself, right? So you need to make your badass accomplishment document and document the things. I don't care how big or how small, like if it is something new that you have done, that is growth, my friends, and it needs to go on that accomplishment document. Okay. So now that we have our mindset systems in place, let's shift to um, the four things that we're going to do to help us fall back in love with our clients. Number one, you need to conduct a feature benefit advantage analysis in your business. So often we operate our businesses on autopilot and we start talking and about things that our future clients may or may not care about. I will give you an example. Um, if you are a website designer, you know all of the behind the scenes uh, and nuances that go into producing a website, templates, SEO, platforms, right? Um, and wireframes. But what your client really cares about is having a website that they can be proud of and that will help them get more visible online and ultimately more new clients. So by doing this feature benefit analysis document, you are really understanding at the core the value that you are providing to your clients beyond building a website. Because let's be honest, I mean, you know, if you love building websites and you love being in that creative space, that's amazing. But don't do it to make your clients happy, don't you do it because you know it serves a purpose that is going to help promote your client, right? So that's one thing that you need to do there. By the way, that is something that happens in my B3 framework as like the first thing that we do because it is so critical and it is such a uh, profound way to have a, a strong baseline that we then build off of because I can't tell you how many times uh, I'm like, what are you selling? Websites, no, you're selling more new clients online right? So make sure that you do that. Step number two, evaluate your clients. What do I mean by that? Go back the last six months, write down every client that you've brought on. What did you like about them? What did you not like about them? How did they make you feel? Did you enjoy working with them? Did you not enjoy working with them? If you found you're working with a group of people that take your energy and doesn't give you energy, then something needs to change. You need to focus on a different group of women or a different group of people that you are servicing. Number three, evaluate your consult call or your client fit calls. If you are not vetting and doing these consult calls before you bring them on as a client, it is a huge missed opportunity. So um, again, if you are working with people who take your energy, you are likely missing key questions to ask during these calls that could save you a ton of headaches. It is okay to say you are not for me. In fact, I've worked with a lot of clients here recently that uh, that's a new thought process for them. And they go, oh, how do I tell someone that they're not for me? Stay tuned for another episode on that. Step number four, ask for feedback. 
How do you keep your energy high? And how do you know when you have a satisfied customer? Are you asking for those feedback? You know, do you ask your clients to share their wins because of how you've helped them? You deserve feedback too. So you can't just constantly produce for a website and then never know if that was something that moved the needle or made them happy, right? Feedback is so incredibly important and you have to ask for it because people aren't just going to naturally tell you. You have to set up processes to ask for that. All right. And so finally, let's talk about the five places that you need to make sure that you are sharing the wins of your clients. So let your hard work from the start do the heavy lifting, my friends. So many people stop once they've serviced the client. What happens to the client after you've serviced them and they've moved on, right? Um, They want to be promoted. They want someone to promote them. They, uh, cause again, just like you have a hard time promoting yourself, they do too. And so give your clients a win and the wins will pay you over and over and over again. So five places that you need to make sure you are sharing the wins of your clients. Here's a little pro tip for you. Never claim responsibility for your client's wins. You always want to make the client the hero. Okay. Um, and so that's a pro tip for you there, but here we go. Here they are. Ready? One Insta stories and reels. It's a great place to showcase your client wins, email campaigns. Um, if you don't have a nurture list, you need to have one. You know, uh, if you don't have a newsletter going out, consider getting one, but these are really great place to just share your client wins, social platforms, such as Facebook, Instagram, membership groups, right? Um, really celebrate your client celebrate them and their wins. Okay. What was the outcome that was achieved by you helping them? Uh, Make sure that it's going on your website and then also make sure that you're putting this in your sales decks, your demos decks. You want to use this as an opportunity to build authority and to help paint that vision of what the outcome is going to be moving forward. All right, ladies, girlfriends, like I said, it was a quick hit tip day. Um, but I hope that you are going to use these to fall back in love with your business. I can't wait to uh, just continue to be in your space. Check me out on Insta. Be sure to go to my website. Um, And also don't forget that I do have that free sales audit. So if you're feeling like, I don't know, something's not working, I can certainly help identify at least three focus areas right off the bat um, that will help move the needle for you in your sales. Till next time, girlfriends, stay gritty. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the GT Podcast, where we talk about all things grit and tenacity. 